Hey, welcome to the Impact Church Podcast. We're still in our I'm Ready series, and this is going to be a good day. I got our director of worship helping me today, George McCleary. We're talking about picking your playlist. In any adventure, you got to have a playlist, and David knew how to pick a playlist for victory. So here we go. This is going to help you. I love it. Well, I'm really honored I got George is going to share with me because we're in this series, uh, sermon series called I'm Ready, I'm Ready, and we're right at the place where we're going to do Pick Your Playlist. And I wanted George to be with us because George is, uh, you know, runs the whole worship program here for us at the church and has a fabulous team of people that are working with him, and we are really, really blessed. And George, we're really blessed to have you. When did you start uh, with the worship team at Impact Church? Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> I feel like a year after I graduated college really yeah wow yeah you weren't on before that before you no, went to college you weren't no. so, and you went to college and you took uh like uh, musical theater musical performance theater performance yeah yeah and you were supposed to be in joseph's multicolored uh, electronic uh, <laughs> powerful theme coat yes at, at the uh at the down grand. here at the grand theater yeah and that was supposed to happen just before the pandemic yes, like you guys, right before you guys were ready to go yeah and i mean you were going to be joseph <laughs> you were like the guy yeah and uh, the whole pandemic hit that was such you know what? What got robbed from you, you're going to get back. Mm-hmm. You know? And that's not going to get stolen from you. And that was, I was, I mean, I had tickets. I was ready. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I was ready to go. And, and so uh, we all missed out. But uh, so you came out of college, you joined the worship team here, did all of that. Mm-hmm. And uh, how long have you been kind of running the worship program here? A couple of years, like maybe three? Yeah, closing, yeah. probably closing on three yeah. years, but it's good stuff. I really appreciate the way you lead our team. Thank and you. how often do I tell you what to sing? <laughs> Never. <laughs> no, isn't that wild? <laughs> you know, people come to me and say, would you, they suggest a song or could you do this and do that? And I said, you know, uh, We've hired somebody to do the job, and I, I trust them to do it, mm-hmm. you know? And I love I that you trust me for that, too. I do totally yeah. trust you. And uh, I, I'm just, we're honored to have you on our team. And I'm so honored because uh, you came to our church. You were like three months old or something <laughs> when your mom and dad walked in. And uh, so for me, it's just a joy, not as your physical dad, but like as a spiritual papa and mama. We're just like overjoyed you know, to have you on our team like that, to see somebody in our ministry grow up with this, who, who I know has the heart of our ministry and the heart of us. And so you really are my family. Often I think this is your church. I just, <laughs> I just get the pastor, you know. But your family is such a ridiculous blessing mm-hmm. to us. So singing, why is, why is singing such a big deal? You know, uh, you know, it comes from the heart. Yeah. Like, you know, even like j- just driving. Yeah. <laughs> when you have that perfect song, it's just like, it's so, it makes the drive even better. Well, if it's the wrong song, it makes my pedal go down, <laughs> you know, so. <laughs> then, I, then I see, I see electronics. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I see special effects and sirens, you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. So, got to watch that. Yeah. So, tell me more. I mean, what about, what about singing is something that, you know, everybody does. Mm-hmm. I mean, we all do it, you know, but uh, how does that cross over into worship? Why is that a, why is that a church thing? Uh, we were designed to do it. We were designed to do it, yeah. <laughs> like we were fully designed to worship. Yeah, yeah. And before the troops, who was out there? The worship leaders. That's true, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's because if this is going to be a bad day, let's get them yeah. get knocked off first, you know. <laughs> Joseph had sent out the worship team and said, let's see how this goes. Yeah. But man, it was a victory and nobody had to pull a sword. Exactly. You know? There's power mm-hmm. in worship. There's mm-hmm. power in praise. And you know, worship's not just singing. Worship is, is your life. I mean, yeah. like, uh, you know, Sherry Hall, she worships with a paintbrush. Exactly, yeah. There's people, there's people worshiping right now, helping us with mm-hmm, media and, mm-hmm. and moving cameras and using 
using their gifts and talents. And so worship is a lifestyle. So offer your, your body a living sacrifice or acceptable worship. But, but there is praise. There is song. Yeah. Yeah. And so you can't diminish the power of praise mm-hmm. and the power mm-hmm. of song. And so uh, it's a big deal, right? Yes, it is. It's a big deal. It's a big deal. It's a big deal. (laughs) (laughs) So we're talking today. uh, We're on our series, uh, I'm Ready. And and we're doing I'm Ready because... we're transitioning. We, we right now are in the middle of sealing a deal. I got the paperwork on Friday. We're ready to seal a deal in a transition to a new location. This building is going to be sold, supposed to close at the end of this month. And Just pray about all those things. Mm-hmm. Pray about all those manners with us because it's not, it's not the staff that are leaving or the, the leadership that are transitioning. It's us as a corporate group yeah. are going into something real, real new. And I tell you, I'm ready. I mean, I am so ready, like bring it on because we're coming out of this COVID nonsense. We're coming out of this whole thing and we're going to see just a spiritual hunger manifest in communities and lives. And I think we are so ready with strategically and and fundamentally in every way of of our message and who we are, the people that God has blessed us with. I'm just sitting there as a pastor going, oh, I'm ready. I tell you, I'm ready. I'm ready to take this team and I go to war with every one of you folks because because this church impact church this is this is this is our finest hour mm-hmm. so it's going to mm-hmm. be some some good don't yeah. you know don't yeah. you know going to be some some good but we want to step step into uh our kind of we're camping around psalm 57 is where we kind of have all of this so part of the whole thing is in the middle it talks about david wrote this song so mm-hmm. it's a song and and i love that you know they had songs. They went to war with songs. They did life with songs, yeah, you know? Yeah. And I like that because I was telling you earlier, like, I got playlists. Mm-hmm, you, got, mm-hmm. you got playlists? I, I have downloaded playlists. You I don't have make downloaded, them myself, You didn't make your own? No. I got my own playlist. <laughs> like, like, I got the drive playlist, and I got to be careful because it is a bit of a drive. And when we went to Florida, I put together, like, a, an eight-hour playlist. I just built this massive playlist of songs. And, and I have to be careful because a lot of them are driving songs. Yeah, yeah. But I got, my, I got a, a playlist called Saturday After afternoon and uh, I just made that just sitting outside sitting just you know chilling, out back. Just, outside. I got one named chill too. <laughs> I got one named chill we'll leave that one for another day but but uh I got play I love playlists you know yeah. and uh so but you know what there's playlists there's there's David had playlists mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. David wrote songs and songs had a, a very strong and intentional yeah. part of his life and his journey so Ephesians chapter 5 18 b b means the end of the verse and to 19, it says, be filled continually with the Holy Spirit. See, you're filled with the Spirit. When you're baptized in the Holy Spirit, you got the full-on anointing of God. You are anointed, and First John says it abides with you permanently, so you're anointed. But it says, be continuously filled. Be continuously mm-hmm. overflowing. I mean, keep it functioning. Keep it as the source of everything in your life. Be overflowing, controlled by, manifest the Spirit every moment of your life. It's not, it's not a new filling. It's letting that continue. It's mm-hmm. filling manifest in you and look what it says and conjunction junction what's your function and your hearts will overflow with joyful songs to the lord when you're continuously flooded and filled with the holy spirit there's this continuous holy ghost elevator music in your life there's a song to the lord that is constantly going on
going on. So keep speaking to each other. So that's why when we sing and we're worshiping and you come together in corporate worship, we're singing to one another, yeah, praise yeah. God, praise God, mm-hmm. praise mm-hmm. God. And, and you know, there's something in that dynamic where the glory of God is manifest. Even on the, the mercy seat, there's two cherubim facing each other yeah. and their, their uh, wings are out. out the, I, see, I see the praise of God. I see the face-to-face. God is manifest in the face-to-face. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Did you see that spitball? Yeah. <laughs> God is manifest in the face-to-face, yeah. George. Yeah. When I praise him to you, let me talk about my Jesus. Mm-hmm. And you mm-hmm. talk about your Jesus, the presence of God, where two or more are gathered, there he is That's so good. in the midst. Isn't it? So good. So good. I just love talking about Jesus yeah. and praising Jesus <laughs> and singing about Jesus. So it says, your hearts will continually overflow with joyful song. Keep speaking to each other with words of scripture, singing the psalms and praises and spontaneous songs. Spontaneous songs where you just freestyle it, just go for it. Even tuck in a few, throw in a few of those and that's good for you. Spontaneous songs given by the Spirit. So that's good stuff right there. Psalm 69:30 says, I will praise the name of God with a song. I'm going to praise the name of God with a song, and I will magnify him with thanksgiving. So how do you magnify God? Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God. Thank you for everything you've done. Isn't that great? Yeah. Does that make him bigger? No. He's the same one every time you say, you say he thank you. So he doesn't get bigger, but he gets bigger in your circumstances. Exactly, yes. Yeah, yes. come on. Yes. You know, because boom, look at how big God is, and then you suddenly you go like, Wow, look how big God is yeah. compared to my problem. Yeah, 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 look yeah. how big my provision is compared to my problem. I mean, look at look at how big my God is. Little puny problem. Great big God, little, little bitty, bitty devil. devil. Ah, come on, man, that was that was in stereo. That was good right there. All right, I love this song. Psalm fifty twenty three says, "He who brings an offering of praise and thanksgiving honors and glorifies me." Ha! Oh my goodness. I'm actually, I'm having a moment. I'm having a moment. I tell you, he's good. He who brings an offering of praise and thanksgiving honors and glorifies me. And he who orders his way, orders his way aright, which is thanksgiving and praise, prepares the way that I may show him. To him I will demonstrate the salvation of God. You know, when you praise him, when you put him first, when you align your world with him, it says you prepare. Praise is a highway. To the throne of God. Praise is a highway. To the heart of God. Praise is a highway. To the move of God. Lift up your voice. I don't know. I, I don't have the words. But you know, praise. That's what this verse saying. Praise is a highway. Yeah. To the the things that God wants. You are building a bridge. You are building infrastructure for God to push loads of blessing Mm. into your life. So don't get grumpy and start complaining and get caught up in all the nonsense of the world. Let praise be a highway. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Cut off the nonsense of the world. Start praising God and suddenly, wow, incredible heavenly cargo is moving into your world and it's a big, big deal. Can I get an amen? Amen. Man, I'm telling you, I got three people in the room and that was good. That was good. (laughs) right there i tell you so mcgill university they did a study 2017 they in their neuroscience they actually did the cat scans and they were had people kind of 
they're all wired up. Their heads are all wired up. Their brains are all wired up. And they did songs, introduced songs. They, they played songs for them that were meaningful to them. And so they studied how, how music and how song affected people. And in their study, it said, brain imaging studies show that our favorite song stimulates the brain's pressures, pleasure circuit. Pressure circuit. <laughs> stimulates your pleasure circuit, which re releases an influx of dopamine, serotonin, oxytocin, and other neurochemicals that make us feel good. They make us feel good. The more we like a song, the more we get treated to neurochemical bliss. Well, that's McGill University, Pastor. I mean, you know, no, it's somebody who's studying the creation, yeah. which was created by the Creator, and we begin to realize that God created us to enjoy song. God mm. created us to be impacted by song. God created us, you know, the whole universe sings. They think the sun sings. They, they literally watch the sun and its rhythms. They think it sings. The whole universe is designed to respond to verbal declarations. Mm. When you speak, the very smallest fragments in the world begin to vibrate. And you know what? When you sing joyful stuff, when you speak joyful stuff, when you sing good stuff, it brings a beautiful, clear, creative realm of God mm. in your situation. And like God designed you like that. These people, they're not, they're not making this happen. They are just studying what the creator made happen. Yeah. And you know what? You are a child of God designed to sing. And your song changes everything. Mm. Make sure your song is good, yes, right? Yes. Because a song, there's like a tempo, there's a key, there's a there's a there's a beat, there's a oh, there's a bunch of elements yes, in worship, yes. and you, there's a bunch of elements in any song. Mm -hmm. But the one thing is, what's it created for? What's yeah. the motivating factor yeah. for it being created? So, mm -hmm. music is a powerful medium, sometimes for good or for evil. Yes. But you know what? When you sing to the Lord, when you praise the Lord, when you make Him the context of your song, it's a big deal. Big deal. Big. Is it a big deal? Yes. It Why is. is that a big deal? It changes, it honestly changes hey. everything. Because even like, even like last week, when we sang, I'm going to see a victory. Yes. The world was, Ontario was shutting down. Yeah. But through all that, we were singing, I'm going to see a victory. Why? Because the battle belongs it to belongs you, Lord. It belongs to you, Lord. Yeah. Not me. It's not my battle. It's true. I don't have to fight. Uh, I just got to praise and say, thank you, Jesus, for all that you have done. Yes. You know, and I remember singing that song because I was not happy, yeah. you know, and I was like, I was so annoyed with this. And uh, while I was singing that, I was saying to myself, oh, the battle is the Lord. Yeah. What are you fretting about? And I got mm -hmm. other things going on and, and stuff with our sale and purchase and details and stuff we got to cover. And, and there's times I got to remember the battle is the Lord. Yeah. And, and there's times where, you know, I get out of the rest of God. I get out of the mm -hmm. rhythm of mm -hmm. God. Mm -hmm. And it's that song that brings me yeah. back yeah. in that spot to mm -hmm. trust him. I remember that. That was good stuff. It's a big, big deal. All right, Napoleon. Napoleon, he said, give me control over who shapes the music of a nation, and I care not who makes the laws. I don't care who makes the laws, because if you can control the song of a nation, it doesn't matter what the law is. And you know, that's happening right now. There, there are negative songs. There are bad songs. There, there are songs and there are rhythms of life and things that are happening in communities, and, and it's, it's, uh, it's not a good song. <laughs> You know, but that song gains life and it gains a movement, you know? Yeah. And Napoleon said, if you, if you can get people to unite around a sound hmm. for better, for worse, I mean, that sound is going to affect them. And it doesn't matter what the laws are. So that's why it's very, very important. What's yeah. the song? Martin Luther, Martin 
Luther was the father of the Reformation. And I mean, Martin Luther, an amazing, you know, Christian hero for me. I, I did a whole, my, one of my first papers when I was in grade five, I had to do a biography and I did a biography on Martin Luther when I was in grade wow. five. I remember it, it really impacted me to read about him. And uh, it says, a person who gives this some thought and yet does not regard it, and he's talking about music. There's a longer quote here, but I just pulled this part out. He said, a person who gives this some thought and yet does not regard it, music, as a marvelous creation of God, must be a clodhopper. Hmm. When's the last time you said clodhopper? <laughs> Never. <laughs> I know. My dad used to say clodhopper. So, he, so, so I'm like, I, I've heard my dad use that yeah. word. But M Martin Luther said, if you don't understand how marvelous and how powerful, you don't have high regard for music, you're a clodhopper indeed. This is, imagine Martin Luther being your pastor. He says, <laughs> he does not deserve to be called a human being. Wow. I mean, that sounds pretty harsh, doesn't it? I mean, wowzers. But I mean, he's, here's Martin Luther, the father of the Reformation, who was very strong about the doctrine of, of, of the just shall live by faith and faith alone and the grace of God. And yet he said, music is a big, big deal. And if you don't get that, you're a clodhopper. In fact, you're not worthy to be called a human being. That's kind of harsh, isn't it? Hey, come on, lift up your song. It's a big, big deal. Martin Luther also said this. He said, the devil takes flight at the sound of music. Just as he does at the words of theology. After mm. theology, he said, I give the highest place and the greatest honor to music. Music's only real good if you got your theology straight, you mm. know? And if you're saying, there's some songs I won't sing because the theology in it is bad. Yeah. And they, it's, just, it's just not good theology. And so you're singing something that, that actually doesn't uplift God. And it's actually not true. Mm -hmm. So you got to yeah. make sure your theology is correct. Sound theology, music being sung with clear theology is really, really important yeah. stuff. So Psalm 57, we made it there. We made it there. Are you ready? Love this psalm. Psalm, and here's the heading. It's the title. And this is in the, the Passion Translation. This is just the title, Psalm 57. He titles it, Triumphant Faith to the Pure and Shining One. King David's golden song. Hmm. It was a, a hitam, which was a, it was a it was, literally it meant this is a golden psalm. This was held in very, very high regard, this psalm. And it is a song of instruction composed when he hid from Saul in a cave. So it was instruction composed when he was in a cave. Have you been in a cave recently? <laughs> like just, just really, really right now, try to imagine, try to step into the text, try to step into the, where David's head is at when mm -hmm. he wrote this. Step into a cave. What's in there? What's it smell like? <laughs> I mean, what do you got in caves? You got bats. You got bat stuff. <laughs> You got a whole bunch of people that joined you in that cave. Mm -hmm. You don't have a lot of stuff, but all those people have to, they have to relieve themselves. I know it's a, that's past you're getting strange, but he's also being attacked by a king and 3,000 of his very best soldiers. He's in the back of this cave hiding and there's no light. There's no anything. It's damp. It's cold. It's messy. And he's in a horrible situation, not just physically in a nasty, dark hole in the ground but he's also crushed in his spirit because his why is he there his spiritual father the one he desperately loves mm. the one he had nailed his heart mm. to is the one who's pursuing him yeah. so you're dealing with a guy in a real bad spot and i don't know that i would say hey i'm gonna write a song <laughs> but he did yeah. you know he chose that moment to write this song. So we got to look at that, right? And he said, I want you, when you sing this song that I wrote in the cave, I want you to put it to the tune of Do Not Destroy. So there was a playlist, and I want you to sing this to the tune of the song Do Not Destroy. And they all would have known what that song was. So the chief musician, when you sing this song, sing it to the tune of 
do not destroy. You remember do not destroy, don't you? It goes, bow, down, down, down. I, I don't know what it was exactly, but, but I, I reckon it had some mustard on it. You know what I mean? But, but uh, so here it is. Verse one, it says, please, God, show me your mercy. Open your grace fountain for me, for you are my soul's true shelter. Good stuff, right? Think about this. I mean, hang on to this psalm when you find yourself in a hard spot, yeah. misunderstanding, difficulty, mm-hmm. hopelessness, frustration, mm-hmm. really good place to grab this psalm. He says, I, well, what am I going to do? I'm going to hide in a cave. No, I'm going to hide beneath the shadow of your embrace, mm. under the wing of your cherubim. And I'm going to do that until this trouble is passed. Because you know what? This trouble will pass. Yeah. And I've got a preferred future. So I'm, what am I going to do in this horrible situation? I'm going to fully tuck myself in you. I'm going to fully put all my weight on you. Good verse in the New Testament. Ready? Cast your cares on the Lord, for he cares for you. So mm. if you're in a place of care, what do you do with care? Well, I, I put it on Facebook. I share it with my neighbor. I call my best friend and complain. Mm. You know, when you've got to care, it says cast it on the Lord. Yeah. Go to the God book. Put it on God book. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's what David did. David cried out, have mercy on me, oh God. Have mercy on me. I will hide under the shadow of your wings until this terrible trouble is past. I will cry out to you, oh God of the highest heaven, the mighty God who performs all these wonders for me. So he's framing now his future. He says, I'm crying out to somebody who's got incredible capacity to change my world. He says, you do these things I'm thinking about, these, these things I'm wondering about, these, this preferred future I'm, I'm seeing in this dark, deep cave. Lord, I'm crying out to you because yeah. you're the mighty God. You perform all these things for me from heaven. He will, George. He will, he will, he will. If you're online, read out loud the red words. I want you out loud to say that as I read. Are you ready? From heaven, he He will. will. Okay, some of you didn't get that. (laughs) No, really, I can see you. No, I really can't see you. But come on, read the red letters with me. You, the whole family, read it with me. From heaven, he He will will send a father's help to save me. He He will will trample down those who trample me. Pause in his presence. He He will will always show me love by his gracious and constant Mm. care. I am surrounded by these fierce and brutal men. They are like lions wanting to tear me to shreds. (laughs) Why? Must I continue to live among these seething terrorists, breathing out their angry threats and insults against me? Lord God, be exalted as you soar throughout the heavens. May your shining glory be seen in the skies. Let it be seen above, high above, over all the earth. For they have set a trap for me, frantic fear as we overwhelm. But look, the very trap they set for me, it sprung shut upon themselves instead of me. Pause in his presence. Selah, step back for a second and think about that. My heart, oh God, is quiet and confident. So you see a whole bunch of things. I'm terrified, yet I'm hopeful. I'm in a bad spot but I'm crying out to you. I'm in a predicament, but you're the mighty God. You see him going on this, 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 this emotional bit of a roller coaster he's going on, but then he gets to verse 7, and he says, my heart, is, my heart, oh God, is quiet and confident. My heart, oh God, is quiet and confident. Now you look at what it says right there. It says, now I can sing with passion your wonderful praise. Now I can now I can. I went through all of this stuff. I just went on a bit of an emotional roller coaster. I, I just fixed my mind. I established my, I have, I'm fixed on you, oh God. My heart is fixed. 
I'm ready to sing. Hmm. There's that time where you got to get your heart fixed on yeah. God, you know? I, I, when you're coming to church on Sunday, you're getting ready for church on Sunday, fix your heart on God. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It, you know, there's a verse that they put sometimes out there, prepare to meet your God. <laughs> and, and they use it as a scary verse. It's not a scary verse. Yeah. It's just an instruction. Get ready to meet yeah. God. Get yourself ready. Get yourself in the right headspace because we're going to encounter God hmm. together. What are you doing today? I'm going to go together with the body of Christ and I'm going to sit in the throne room and I'm going to enjoy the presence of my Jesus. Hmm. Can't happen any other way except when the body of Christ comes together. I'm going to experience something special. Prepare your heart. My heart is fixed, oh yeah. God. My heart is yeah. fixed. Now I can sing with passion your wonderful praises. Verse 7 in the message, that's where I got the whole series. I'm ready. <laughs> Don't you like I'm ready, George? Yes, I do. It had something on it, didn't it? Yes. You know, we were just going to do some one-off sermons. We weren't uh-huh. sure. Wait till we get to Pentecost. And I said, well, we'll do some one-offs. But you know what? I came across this, and it just it spoke to me. Literally, God said, I'm ready. Hmm. And he said, you're ready. Yeah. And I went, I'm ready, oh God. <laughs> I said, I'm ready, oh God. I am so ready. I am ready from head to toe. I'm ready to sing. I'm ready to sing, and I'm ready to raise a tune. I do love that. Then he says, awake, oh, my soul, with the music of this splendor song. So he tells himself, you know, now now get with it. I mean, come on, every part of you, body, soul, mind, everything, your emotions, get up. Get up with the music. Arise, my soul, and sing his praise. It's got exclamation marks on it. Did you see that? You know, you know what yeah. that means? That means raise your voice. <laughs> Amen. It says, wherever I go, I love this. Oh, it says, it says I'm going to awaken the dawn. Right? So that, that, that means the first thing I do in the day, I'm not going to get up in the morning without awakening and dawn with a hmm. song. And I'm hmm. fixed and I'm prepared. And that's good to do. You know what? Start your day praising God. Start your day, you know, fixing your heart on him. Awake. I'm going to awaken the dawn. I'm going to greet the daybreak with a song of praise wherever I go. So at the start and then all through the journey, whatever you do, wherever I go, I will thank you, my God. And here, I'll give you a bigger picture. I'm in a cave. It's stinky. It's smelly. And my enemy wants to kill me at the door. You ready? Hmm. Among the nations, they will hear my praise song to you. Yeah. Holy moly, Batman. Hmm. Is that really going to happen for him? Yes. How do we know it did? Because it's happening right it's now. It's happening right now. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? Yeah. That here is a real guy who's in a cave, a horrible situation, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and he's writing a song. And we're talking about it 3,000 yeah. years later. Yeah. And he prophesied in the song, he prophesied that among all the nations, they will hear my praise songs to you. Boomba. Mm-hmm. Isn't that great? That's so good. It is so good. And it's a good song, too. Yeah. I tell yeah. you, it's just really impacted me. Your love is so extravagant. Your love is extravagant. Your friendship, it's intimate. I feel I'm moving to the rhythms of your grace. Your fragrance is intoxicating in the secret place oh oh. your love is extravagant (laughs) (laughs) oh it is extravagant isn't it extravagant yeah it's extravagant it reaches to the heavens your faithfulness i I love this because we sing that song right uh uh that song i I will rest yeah yes and amen i will rest in your your faith promises my confidence is where is your faithfulness. Yeah. I will rest in your promises. My confidence 
is your faithfulness. You might not remember the pastor's sermon, but if you remember that song, you walk out with it. You know, uh, John Wesley, fantastic preacher and reformer, and his brother's name was Charles Wesley. Charles would take his brother's sermons and put them into songs. Wow. And sometimes they'd use like old barhouse folk song music, so it was memorable. And people would sing the theology of John because Charles put it in hymns. And can it be that I should gain an interest in my Savior's love? Died he for me who caused his pain, for me who him to death pursued. And can it be? It's just so good, right? Yeah. And can it be? I mean, I can't even get my head around the fact that God and his love invited me into his beautiful community. And so songs can frame theology for you. Mm -hmm. That's why the songs yeah. have to have good theology. Yeah. I hate it when songs reinforce. Like he used to sing a song, anointing fall on me, anointing fall on me. Let the power of the Holy Ghost fall on me. It was a nice song. The only problem I had was it was like we were looking for something outside of us to impact yeah. us. And the word says we are anointed. Mm -hmm. The word says done. that anointing is in me permanently. Yeah. Yeah. And so it created distance between me mm -hmm. and the power of God. Mm -hmm. And it reinforced my, in my life that, well, maybe sometimes I'm not powerful. Yeah. Maybe yeah. sometimes God's far from me. Maybe sometimes I'm not equal to the circumstances. Maybe, maybe I've got to qualify for that to get on me here. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. And uh, as much as I love the song, I, I just, there's some song, and it's, you go, oh, who cares, Pastor? It's a great song. But I know lots of people that it reinforced distance between them and God. Yeah. And I just get so troubled that distance ever gets shared. Anyway, your love is extravagant. <laughs> it reaches to the heaven. Your faithfulness is astonishing. Stretches, Lord, over the sky. Be exalted as you soar throughout the heavens. May your shining glory be over shown in the skies and let it be seen high above all the earth. All right, so we're going to talk real, real quick. You ready? We're going to hammer this really fast because we just got chatting about that song because it's good. But there are elements. It says this is a golden song. Mm -hmm. So this is a golden song. Well, what makes a golden song? How do you know what's a golden song? Well, let's look at the song. Let's look at some of the details of it. First of all, I think, I think a golden song, it's honest. It's honest. Yeah. I mean, have you ever gone and watched somebody sing and just like, that's not their song, mm -hmm. man. They don't feel mm -hmm. that. They don't own that. Yeah. It's not yeah. there. You know, and when you, like, something people say about this church, which I appreciate, is they come, and from beginning to end, they feel the whole thing was authentic. Authentic. Yeah. 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 And that's really important. And I think a good song is honest. Mm -hmm. I think a good song is yeah. real. We don't need phoniness no. in Christianity. Never. We don't need like religious performance mm -mm. and who I mean, <laughs> you know, we just we just be real. Yeah. Be honest. Yeah. I love that Davis was honest. It was real. He expressed himself. I love that he said, God show me mercy. I mean, this is this translation, but it is. Go look at the original language. This frantic fear has overwhelmed me. I mean, frantic fears overwhelm me. I mean, it's okay to be honest. Yeah. You know, I'm not afraid. I'm not going to say anything. I mean, David said, when I was afraid, I put my trust in God. Yeah. yeah. David said, why so downcast, oh, my soul? Put your hope in God. There's times David had to sing to his soul. He had to acknowledge, I'm not in a good spot right now, and I'm going to fix that. I'm going to change that. And sometimes it's okay to be honest, and it's okay to say to your soul, awake, mm -hmm. oh, soul. Yeah. Get up. You ever had that happen? Yep. <laughs> yeah. You're at a time where you, you come and, and uh, you know, 
all the guitars are out of key and everything's or messed like, up. Or sound uh, stuff happens. And you're sound just like, blows up. You know what? Awake my soul. We got Whatever's soul. happening back then is not happening right now. It's true. You yeah. don't know. I tell you, you don't know. Sometimes the, the the practice is a train wreck. And I'm like, oh, my Lord. And these guys are just trying to get things together. I can't hear in my monitor. Yeah. Oh, be quiet. Sing. You know, and, and there's all this stuff going on. And, you know, somebody going, that's not the beat. What are you doing that for? And, and, it's, and all of this is going on. Fix my heart yeah. on you, oh, yeah. God. And I've seen George just pull the team back and say, we're going to serve the body of Christ yeah. today. We're going to yeah. put that behind mm -hmm. us. We're going to worship him. And you'll have the wildest worship services. You, you, you would have had no idea. Yeah. That, that hour before <laughs> was a train wreck. <laughs> but, and that's leadership, yeah, man. That's true. what you do. It's that's true. what you do. Yeah. That's what you do. All right, so it's honest. Number one, it's honest. Number two, it's pointed. Pointed. It's directed. It's going somewhere. Because he said, I cry to you, oh God. Don't cry to your problem. Don't cry to your mama. Although I have cried to my mama and thank God for my mama because she heard me cry a lot. But you know what? Go to God. Yeah. Go to him, the one of all comfort who's going to comfort you with his comfort. And you know, go to him. He says, I cry to you, the mighty God. Lord God, you be exalted in this situation. So it's pointed. It's grounded. It's grounded. It's rooted in God's nature and purpose. Your love is so extravagant. Reach the eyes. Your faithfulness. Your shining glory. So it's grounded in who God is. It's grounded mm -hmm. in his glory. It's grounded in the fact that I am connected with his eternal purpose. Yeah. So, I mean... My life and what happens in my world is connected to the glory of God. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So God moving on my behalf right now, it's very important. Yes. And me declaring this right now is grounded in his word mm -hmm. and it's grounded mm -hmm. in his truth. So, so, Lord, it's not my name yeah. that is at stake here. No. I mean, you made a promise to me and, and you, sh you put your name on it and your word upon it. You sealed a covenant written in your blood, hmm. in your blood. So right now... Be glorified, because the, the glory, wherever the blood is applied, the glory goes. Yeah. And so I thank you for your blood. By the word of my testimony right now, and what you have done, I command right now the situation to change. And it has to change, mm -hmm. because God's glory is attached to good things happening yeah. in my experience. Yeah. yeah. See, how can God be glorious if his kids are a mess? <laughs> but, you know, we got to attach our breakthroughs to his eternal yeah. purpose. I attach my wagon. His glory, because mm -hmm. my glory is attached to his glory, and his glory will never fail. It's a personal deal. My microphone got lost. Can you still hear me? I hope so. Anyways, it's grounded. It's grounded. It's grounded. We okay back there? Did we get the sound? Oh, oh, I'm back. I'm back. I'm an object of God's affection. From heaven, he will, he will, he will, he will always show me his grace, his gracious, constant care. All right, number five, it's transformative. Here we go, it's transformative. Singing to God changes everything. Hey, yeah. it does, right? Mm -hmm. And you know that. We talked about that earlier. It really yeah. does. Change yeah. everything. So he said, my worship will awaken the dawn. Wherever I go, I will thank you. God, among all the nations, they will hear my praise song to you. I mean, he's saying things are going to shift. He's literally prophesying from a hole in the ground that uh, I'm going to impact the nations. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, dude yeah. you're in a hole in the ground. <laughs> I mean, you just had some bat poop just yeah. missed you. I mean, I mean, Saul's got 3,000 angry guys ready to kill you. My song will change the world. The world. Oh, you are full of yourself. You really are. Just stop it. But, you know, he's, he's confident. He's saying, no way, man. I tell you, this song, I'm fixed my heart on God. I'm, I'm getting a download from heaven, and this song is going to change things. So mm. Psalm 60, verse 7 says, Judah is my scepter. Judah is praise. Praise is my scepter.
scepter. The scepter of God, the way he rules, the way he exercises authority, his praise. Praise is my scepter. He said it again. Mm -hmm. He said it again. Psalm 110.2, the Lord shall send forth the rod of your strength. Lord, send forth the rod of your strength out of Zion. Rule in the midst of your enemies. Rule out of Zion. What is Zion? Study Zion everywhere in the scripture. Crossing over in the new covenant. Zion is the church. Zion is the church. And he's going to rule in the midst of his enemies. How's he going to do it? He's going to do it through the church. How's he going to do it? Through the church's praise. Through the church's praise. Through the song of the church. God is ruling and reigning. Psalm 101 verse 1. I will sing of the mercy and justice. I will sing of the mercy and justice because God brings justice. If you're in a situation where we need justice, get a song. Yeah. Get a song. Get a song. Get a song and use these elements of the song. Cry out, be honest, but you know, direct it to God. Get the God content. Attach yeah. it to his glory. You get that kind of song. You know what happens with that song? I will sing of mercy and justice to you, O Lord. I will sing praises. And when you have that kind of a quality of song, that kind of song is going to change the atmosphere. So there it is. It transforms me, body, soul, and spirit. Mm -hmm. Praise affects you. Like it said, your mind, your brain just starts to release. That's why when you sing praise and you're singing your favorite songs, things start to shift and you start to feel good because you were designed for that. And body, soul, and spirit, you can praise yourself healthy. Yeah. A merry heart doeth good like a medicine. Come on, sing. I will always sing with joy to the Lord. I tell you right there, you're healing yourself. Yeah. You're, you're, you're reconstructing things in your world. You're doing mm -hmm. things. Mm -hmm. And then it says others are going to hear it and be glad. So you're changing your world. You changing your world is changing other people's worlds. Your circumstances will change. Suddenly you magnify God instead of your problem. And all huh. of a sudden your problem gets introduced to the vastness of God and Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Yeah. Your circumstances shift. Remember, Paul and Silas, yes, they're in jail. Yes, yes. What did they do? They sang. They worshiped. <laughs> they did. Yeah. And they're in stocks. Yeah. You ever been to a place where they got stocks and got a picture? You got a picture of that? I got some pictures of that as a kid in stocks, you know? Thank God it was just a picture, right? Yeah. But people were really putting those. Yeah. They were really put in the bottom of the prison. They're put in stocks. What's in the bottom of the prison? All the smelly stuff yes. flows down. Yes. That's the one thing I learned about plumbing. It all goes downhill. <laughs> and, and here they are in the bottom of the whole thing. There's rats and stuff. And when you're in stocks and you just got whipped, you got open bleeding back. I mean, who loves an open bleeding back? Rats. <laughs> you, you, it's a horrible situation. Yeah. I mean, yeah. they're in a bad situation. Yeah. My song would be... What's going on? What's going on? What's go? That'd be my song. But you know, their song, they started to praise God. Yeah, they started to praise yeah. and worship God. Mm -hmm. God thought the tune was so good, he started tapping his foot. <laughs> tap it, tap it, tap it. And all of a sudden, ooh, oh, hey. But the earth shook under my feet. I feel the tumbling down, tumble. Anyway, get carried away. Uh, but everything shook. But you know what? They got set free. But so did everybody yeah, else. Yeah. And then the jailer wanted to kill himself. They said, dude, hang tight. It's okay. <laughs> and him and his whole family came to Jesus mm -hmm, that day. Mm -hmm. So you know what? When you get yourself right, it affects others. Yeah. And it's not just going to change your circumstance. It's going to change everybody's yes, circumstances. Yes, yes. I mean, some good creation. It says it transforms creation. You know, you are, you are to, to govern things. We are called to govern and exercise governance in Jesus' name. And when we pray in Jesus' name, we literally can shift things in creation. I mean, you can speak over things, sing over things, hmm. and your song can change things. And then culture. You know what? A song can shift and absolutely change culture. Songs have been powerful in movements where culture has shifted and things have shifted. And there's a song in the church right now. And I, I tell you, that like one of my favorite songs is Good God, Good Grace. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. 
I mean, I just love that song. And I find songs right now talking about the goodness of God, the grace of God, his promises, his faithfulness, and these kind of things. Man, what is it? Good God, good grace. Or it's, it's a... Good grace, good God, his name is Jesus. Yeah, yeah. What's the first line there? Uh, Man, I should have brought this all up. You heavens, let the rain go up as the walls come down. All creation, everything with breath, repeat the sound. All his children, clean hands, pure heart, good grace, good God. Clean hands, pure hearts, good grace, good God. His name is Jesus. I love that. Pure hands, pure heart, good grace, good God. Man, I got to pay attention to the words, Joy. <laughs> but clean hearts, pure heart, good grace, good God. Yeah. His name. Grace has a name. It's Jesus. Yeah. It's yeah. Jesus. You know, you make a big deal of Jesus. We, we reduce it all to Jesus, mm-hmm. his mm-hmm. faithfulness, his goodness, his nature, his character. Boom, bang. There's mustard on that. Songs like that are going to change the world. Yeah. Songs about grace, songs about the goodness of God, they are shifting and changing the atmosphere. Now, there's a hymn written by Charles Albert Tindley, written years and years ago. And it was a hymn called All Overcome Sunday. And it became a song uh, of the whole civil rights movement. And they sang that song. They sang it a few times, but it caught, caught on. And they, they sang it everywhere. They, they marched with it. They were in jail. They sang it in jail. And this is back, you know, in the 50s and early 60s. They just, this became an anthem of a movement to shift and transform culture. And they began to sing the song. They took it up. And, and uh, Dr. Martin Luther King, this hymn was quoted by him in one of his speeches. And because of that, it became the anthem for a whole movement. But here's what Dr. Martin Luther King said about it. He said, deep in my heart, I do believe we shall overcome. He said, that's the place true worship that is pleasing to God will take us. That's the place true worship that is pleasing to God will take us. I do believe we're going to see people walking together. I I do believe we're going to see the human race brought together in union and as one. And he believed that. And they adopted a song, and that song became an anthem that captured a whole generation. It says, it will sing the words of wholeness where the spirit and the body are at peace. So there's songs like that. There's a song in this generation, and songs are important, and praise is important. That's why I think the enemy loves to, you know, keep us away from each other and keep us from corporate praise and corporate worship. I don't know about you, but, I mean, last week we had 15%. We had 15% in the house. But, boy, they were 15%. They were ready. ready. I mean, they were good. I was like, oh, my goodness, I was jacked. (laughs) They helped me because I started kind of miserable because the news is we're getting separated again. But I tell you, I said, I tell you this, today, I don't know about tomorrow, don't care, but today, I'm bringing it. And yeah. everybody brought it, yeah. you know what I mean? Now, Bono, you 2 one of my favorite bands. I just love you 2 But Bono is just a, a world statesman. And how did he become a world statesman? He used his microphone. He used his voice. He used his song. And he sang songs against apartheid. He sang songs uh, against things. He wanted to see a shift. He wanted to see a change. He wasn't political. He was just someone who wanted to use his instrument to say, things have got to change. And he used his song to change things. He had this song, One Man Coming. One man come in the name of love. One man come and go. One man come here to justify. One man to overthrow. In the name 
above love. I don't have his voice. He got a great instrument. But, you know, he sang that song. And that song was about reformation. That was, you know, he attributed that to, to Martin Luther, to Martin Luther King and to, to others in, in South Africa and people who were fighting for justice, seeing people brought out of places where there's, there's still slavery, there's still human trafficking, where there's still things going on. And he, he attributed that to them, but he attributes it ultimately to Jesus. The one man came in the name of love to mm. justify, you know, and I just love that song. But, you know, it was in, uh, it was in uh, Arizona uh, back in 1987. He was going to sing that song, and they were on tour. And somebody sent several letters to them and made it very, very clear that if he sings that song live on stage, I'll be there and I will kill him. Oh. And, you know, this was back before they had, you know, all kinds of controls going into stadiums and all those things like they do today. But they were, you know, terrified that some guy was going to come and was going to try and kill him. How, he, he was committed. He said, I'm going to kill him. Don't you dare sing that song. Some nasty, ugly, bigoted dude, you know. And he wanted to kill him. And, you know, so they said, look, let's just not do the song. We won't do the song. Don't worry. But everybody tried to convince the promoters, their managers, his bandmates. They said, let's just drop it. We don't have to sing. He says, not a chance, man. I'm not going to be intimidated by somebody. I'm going to sing the song. And so he stood up. And when that song came on, he stood there. He says, I stood front of stage, and I closed my eyes, and I just worshiped. I just sang that song. I just sang it out. And he says, when he was done, he finished the song, and he opened his eyes. I think it was Adam Clayton. I think Adam Clayton was the bass player. When he opened his eyes, he was surprised that somebody was standing in front of him. And Adam Clayton, when he... <laughs> when he's singing, he said, I'm going to put it all out there. His bandmate stood in front of him, played the bass guitar in front and said, you're going to touch my mate. you got to touch me. Mm -hmm. You know, Jesus has stood for you yeah. in your whole experience. Yeah. He has stood for you. He has wrapped you in himself. David said, I'm going to hide myself under the wings of the mighty God. You know, when you wrap yourself in him, there you are. I mean, it's covered and you're protected. Hey, Psalm 104:33. I will sing to the Lord as long as I live. I will praise my God to my last breath. And, you know, we're going to do it on purpose. You know, I got that here for you. Praise overcomes your preference. That was George liked that part. Sent him the notes. He said, I like that part. What'd you like that part for? Because whatever is happening in your life, you, you can sing over it and praise over it. And that's a change. Like, it does. I don't, have to, I don't even have to worry about it anymore because oh. praise overcomes my preference. Man. Yeah. You don't have to worry about it anymore? No. I mean, you just engage praise and yeah. done. Yeah. Wow, good for you. <laughs> that, was, that was stronger than I was going to say. That, you know, but, you know, I don't feel like it right now. Like, honestly... Just going to confess. Don't tell anybody. But like last Sunday, I was like, what? The shutdown again? Yeah. All of this stuff. And I was like in the front row going, yeah, praise Jesus. And man, I tell you, I was like turned around going, I don't know who these people in the room. I, <laughs> it sounded like there's 400, 500 yeah. people behind yeah. me because they were bringing it. Uh -huh. You know, their praise changed me. Yeah. Their praise moved me. Uh -huh. And right, I was, I don't feel like it right now. I, f I actually did prefer to complain and whine. <laughs> but don't declare the problem. Introduce it to a great yeah. God and suddenlies will happen. Yeah. And I, I think people got healed. People got touched. I did. I did. My, my heart, my brokenness in my life got mended and got healed because we praised. Pick your playlist. Yeah. Pick your playlist. And David said, I'm going to pick my playlist. He said, I'm picking some stuff up. Now I'm ready to sing. Now I'm ready to sing. So make sure there is a song. Whether, whether you know it or not, you're created for worship. You're worshiping something all mm -hmm. the time. Mm -hmm. You can watch people's Facebook. You can see what they're worshiping. You can, I could take your checking account, and I could find out what you're worshiping. Yeah. 
You know, we are all created to worship, but you know, it starts with your song. What's your song? What is the, the dominating influence? What is the elevator music in your world? God is good all the time. Yeah. His grace and his mercy has been poured out upon me. Whenever I'm in a troubling spot, I can call out to him, and he will always take me and protect me in Jesus' name. Listen, could you just bow your heads out there, anybody, just all you believers praying right now in Jesus' name. Listen, he loves you. He's nuts about you. He's for you. You might feel like you're in a cave or in a bad situation or a bad spot, but I'm telling you, you right now can, I've fixed my heart. Oh, God, I've fixed my heart on you. Fix your heart on him right now. And he's going to pour into you. He's going to pour into his song. He's going to pour into his life. He's going to pour into you his nature. He is faithful. Just as David said, his tender mercies, his loving kindness, his faithfulness. He says it's higher than the sky. It reaches everywhere. You cannot in any way. It's, just, it's so big. God is so for you. It's incredible. You know, if you don't know him and you never said, God, be in my life, he's there. You've never lived an unloved moment. He's always there. He's been knocking at the door of your heart saying, come on home. You know, right now he's speaking to you and he's speaking to, he's speaking to you. And if you've never come into the family of God, you never said, be my Lord, be my Savior, you can do it right now. Are you ready? Just say this prayer with me. Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. Thank you. Thank you. For being my Savior. For being my Savior. Thank you for forgiving me. Thank you for forgiving me. Thank you for healing me. Thank you for healing me. Thank you for making me whole. Thank you for making me whole. I embrace you right now. I embrace you. As my Lord. As my Lord. And as my Savior. And as my Savior. Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. Come into my life. Come into my life. Testify. Testify. That I am. That I am. A child. A child. Of God. Of God. Amen. Amen. Listen, if you feel like you're in a cave, your circumstances are too much. You know, I have heard Jedrin, who's, uh, you know, head of the psychiatric department over here at, uh, he's the chief executive officer in that whole psychiatric wing, London Health Sciences Center. It's overwhelming. He said this third wave has, has just been a crisis of, uh, of pain and mental anguish, and they're overrun at the hospital. And, uh, you know, I know it's out there. I know I just see people are weary and they're tired of this whole thing. You know what? You might feel like we've been pushed into a cave, into a dark spot. But I'm telling you what, sing this song. That's why God brought this song into my heart. Because he said, pay attention, Carl. Pay attention and get yourself ready because I'm ready. Mm -hmm. I am ready. Mm -hmm. And I'm ready to sing. And I'm ready to see the nations. I'm ready to see my circumstances. I'm ready to see the world transform. So those are the elements of a golden song. And that song is for you. Sing that song in your world right now. If you got sickness in your body, brokenness in any form, you got hurt, mental anguish, any of those things, in the name of Jesus, I declare, be made whole yeah. in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Hey, thanks for being with us. I appreciate George hanging with me today, too. It gave me a bit of an audience. I really appreciate your input. <laughs> you know, I really do. So, uh, but... Please, there is a, a, a lobby. You can go to a virtual lobby and you can say hi to some friends. You can talk about things. We got small groups through the week. You can, we'll talk about the sermon. We'll talk about it more. You can interact with it with your friends and with other people. And today, if you're first time with us, you can go to our website. You can press the VIP pass and you can fill out a, a contact card and let us know you're here. If you accepted Jesus today for the first time, please let us know you did that. We want to follow up with you. We want to send you a book from us. We want to help you on that new journey we want to send you a book called welcome home it's going to help you understand how beautiful this relationship with jesus is so bless you 
Thank you, George. Did you have fun? I did. I did. I had fun <laughs> jumping into worship, too. I thought I'm, going, I'm joining the team today, but we love you. Hey, don't forget, we love you guys so much. Mm-hmm. We miss you terribly. I miss not having the full house and multiple services and all those things. But I'm telling you this, it's coming. Yeah. And the nations are going to hear our song. The nations are going to hear our song. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So bless you guys. Have an awesome day. In Jesus' name.